Hello, and welcome back to the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. We are so happy that you are here. If you're a teacher, a parent, you're a homeschooling parent, you are a teacher who is in transition, you are a passionate educator, maybe you have been burnt out and tired along the journey. I know how you feel. I also know what it feels like to be a teacher and to be a mom and to start a business, grow a business, and think about all of the other things to do when it comes to living out your mission and your vision. Now, you know that around here, I help teachers and parents start their own type of teaching business. Most of them fall within the range of building their micro school or also known as their dream school. Many people are also as teachers and parents starting private schools, starting tutoring businesses, learning pods, homeschooling businesses, you name it, I'm here to help you. And in today's episode, I'm going to take you through the what if journey. We are all on a journey. And of course, as we are traveling down the journey, we see little road signs that pop up that say, well, what if, what if, what if I lose? What if I make the wrong decision? What if I change my mind? What if I fail? And trust me when I tell you that not only can you think these thoughts, but other people can place these what if doubts in your mind as well. And I'm not at all saying that what ifs are not there to protect us. But I'm also saying that majority of what ifs come in the form of fear. So today I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you four to five strategies, actually, five strategies to help you along this journey whenever you come to a roadblock that says, what if, instead of turning your car around, how do we actually forge through and continue on the path of actually making our dreams come true? So if you're ready for this and you're ready to dispel all of the what ifs in your lives, then listen on. All right, I'm so here for it today. And do not forget that we have our $100 off, 20% off your business bundle, all of the documents, more than 50 pages of templates ready to go, plug and play, and even just copy and print and use for your own school. You can get that at www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop. And yes, many people who have started learning pods or even tutoring businesses are using all of these documents to help them because we all know that when we're starting a business, we're starting something from scratch or the ground up, or we're trying to grow. If somebody has gone before us, it's so much easier to take 
what they've done, utilize it so that you can focus on all the other parts that you may have either more experience with, more knowledge in, or that you can just save your time, save your energy, use what has been crafted and used by hundreds of teachers to start their business, take it, utilize it, make it your own, or plug and play, or copy and paste, or print it, whatever it is, all of the documents that you need, your handbook, your contract, your waivers, your liability forms. You also have your introductory packet, which is foundational, your brochure, your flyer, your welcome letter, your enrollment form, your parent partnership. It's all there ready for you to go with my examples and tutorial written in with describing how to do each part. You can again get that at teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop. And also don't forget, this is the last time that we are ever going to discount the business bundle. It is just golden. We're doing this as our one year celebration and we pray that it blesses you immensely so that you can focus on the other things that bring you the joy and the momentum and the opportunities. Now again, these documents are foundational in business building. It takes your client or your family on a journey on how to begin working with you, learning about you, partnering with you, enrolling their student, and then also making sure that safety comes first. And maybe you are one who is listening to this and going, well, what if I get the business bundle and I actually don't start my business? Or what if I get the business bundle and I don't know what to do? What if I get the business bundle and I start my business, but I make this investment and I don't get a return? Well, then this is why this episode is so good for you. Because most of us do fear change and most of us do fear investments. And our fears emerge as doubts. What if I do this and it doesn't work? What if I do what McKinsey suggests and it doesn't go the way that I have it planned? Trust me, I understand. But ironically, these fears reflect the fear-based principles that we've had in our lives, probably even from childhood. Many of us fear trying a new skill because we dread making mistakes and unconsciously, with the best of intentions, we have been either by our parents or by society made to feel bad in order to improve their vision for us, their plan for us, their comfort for us. For an example, maybe someone in your school hears your idea and starts putting what if doubts in your mind. Well, why would they do that? Well, some are doing it to protect you while others may be doing it because they are wanting to make that change themselves, but they don't have the courage to. Or maybe they are creating the doubt because it's super uncomfortable for them. And I'll give you an example of something that just happened to me recently. So wait for it, wait for it. But unconsciously, what we need to understand is that the message that we have received is that mistakes indicate weakness, a form of inadequacy that could have been prevented with forethought. Like, well, what if I fail and people make fun of me? What if my parents are disappointed because I made this investment and it doesn't work out? Then I'm going to look like I'm an idiot or I feel weak or I feel embarrassed. And that's just a sign that I am incompetent. Trust me, we've all been that. But to avoid these feelings, many of us continue to resist change instead of embracing it. To grow and do pe- better 
as parents and as teachers and as human beings, we have to embrace change. It's just the natural part of life to grow and to experience the storms and to experience the droughts and to experience the cold months, the sunny days, the hot days. We are created to endure change. So we have to either embrace it or we can resist it. And I know myself, I have been so anxious, so stuck every time I try to avoid it. To embrace change, we have to become conscious of the power of the what ifs that keep us stuck and stagnant. So I'll give you my short story here. My husband and I, many of you, if if you've been listening to this, are looking for property to invest in our school. We found a property that was seemed to be absolutely incredible. It was going to be about 20 minutes away from where we currently live. So that was going to pers- to shift um, a little bit of our perspective ideas. You know, moving to a new city would also mean marketing differently, marketing to new people. And although it is doable, it also was in the back of my mind about my daughter having to drive 25 minutes to her high school that she currently goes to. She goes to public school, high school. But we found this property. It was three acres, which is very, very unlikely in our area to even find this. It seemed to be in a perfect location right off the interstate, but tucked away in an agricultural area where we could have our chickens and our goats. And we had a pool and there was enough room to build the school. All of it just seemed perfect. So my husband and I, we were excited to go look at this house and excited thinking, you know, the risk is worth the investment. Let's head on out there. We went a couple times, looked at it, and then actually went with a realtor. Well, on my way out there with the realtor or meeting the realtor, we got a phone call from a friend of my daughter's who lives down the road from us. She said, oh, where are you going to go see the house? And I said, It's in, I told her, the city. I said, it's about 20 minutes away. And she's like, oh, you're going to move there? What about all your clientele? Wouldn't that be hard for them to get there? Wouldn't it be difficult for you to drive Jalen to school all the time? And I was really hoping that you'd stay around here because you and I car ride together, carpool together, and it would just be so much easier if you could stay there, stay where you are. Now, she didn't mean it at all to hamper my decision. And she, of course, wished me well and said, I will keep my fingers crossed that if this is the one, it's the one. But what do you think that that did to me? I'm heading out there and I'm about to make a huge investment if we say yes to this house, huge investment. And I had the first seed of doubt pop straight into my mind. Well, what if? And what if? And what if? And I thought this. And I get out there And yes, it was a beautiful property. The house itself looked a lot better on the pictures online than what it did whenever we actually got there. And we realized it was going to be a lot more time and energy and money than what we had even put down on paper. In addition, we were concerned because we found out while we were there that it was, in fact, in a flood zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total bummer, right? Well, despite the fact of all of this, I still let the what ifs kind of let my heart sink a little bit on my way out there. And it made me feel sad. It did. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It made me feel sad. And trust me, I have had people give me what ifs before and I'm like, nope, still going for it. Still going for it. Still going to do it. But 
depending on your mood, depending on what time it is in your life, what season you're in, you have to be very discerning of whether or not you're being too sensitive or whether or not this is a red flag. And trust me when I tell you, I know that's hard. Now for my family, whenever I showed them this property, they were like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yes, go make the offer today. Go for it. It's perfect. But they didn't actually step foot onto the property, nor did they know that it was in a flood zone. So with that being said, the what ifs sometimes do protect us. Sometimes the what ifs come from other people being uncomfortable with our decisions. Also, I want to mention, I went and spoke with my neighbors who have been sending their two children to our school since day one. And they have a business mindset. And I told them, well, what if the clients won't move out there? And trust me, I coach people on this. I have teachers, multiple teachers every month that I'm working with. And they have come to me and said, what if people won't drive? And I'm like, listen, I know many people who drive for education. I know many people who have their schools out and way back in the boonies and parents love driving to them. And then all of a sudden that got to me. So I'm letting you know, I'm no stranger to the way that you feel as well. So I went to my neighbor and I said to him, Hey, listen. And I was talking to my neighbor who has said to me before, people will drive for education. People drive for their kids. People spend money on their kids. And I said, listen, this is 20 minutes away. What do you think? Does your, you know, you send your kids what they walk over to my house every day. Would you still drive 20 minutes for them to come to Lighthouse Learning? They said, without a doubt, with like, wouldn't even think about something different. Absolutely. And I said, okay, I just, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking about the people that we let influence our lives with the what ifs. It's so important, friends, that you are getting yourselves around people who will think differently about a situation that will cause you to get out of your fears. So let me give you my five suggestions really quickly. And that is number one, when you try to avoid change and you know avoid mistakes, you will in turn avoid life. And this avoidance reflects how you are disciplined in yourself and your life and the vision that you're after. In order to change, we have to push past our fears. And so as our doubts arise, again, number one, take a deep breath and relax your body. That's hard to do when you're starting to feel stressed, right? This literally, though, allows old programs in your brain to dissolve. Now, for me, I was able to, in that moment after I got off the phone, just take a deep breath. I'm like, okay, this could either be the enemy posting doubt and fear in my mind, or I let this affect me and I cannot let this affect me that my life, our future, the future generations depend on this decision. Let it go, McKenzie, let it go. So I'm sitting there talking to myself, taking a deep breath, trying to go on this journey of healing from all of the problems that we typically have faced in our life because people have planted seeds of what if doubt. So physically relaxing yourself, going on a walk, Going on a run, riding your bike, getting out in nature will truly help you. Number two is become aware of your anxiety. If you hear yourself saying, well, what if this or what if that? Of course, you're going to have to let yourself feel it. But you're also going to have to say to yourself, I feel anxious, but I am safe and I am in charge of my thoughts. All is well. This is really a mindset journey. 
It's really us becoming disciplined in our thoughts and our actions. I sit outside in the sun when I start to feel anxious about making decisions or things not happening in the time that I need them to happen. And I set out and I journal and I purge it out. I put it in a notebook. I'm like, oh my gosh, one day somebody's going to see this notebook and they're going to say, that lady is on a total trip. (laughs) That lady, my God, look at what all God has done in her life. Because if her thoughts would have controlled her, my goodness, where would she have been? All right. So just notice your thoughts that arise. A lot of times we won't even sit down and write it out because we're too anxious. But this will show you how to handle your anxiety. Don't attack people. Okay, because that's not going to help. A lot of times whenever you're facing decisions in this business and there's a lot of what ifs, you could be either your go-to is to attack people or to remember past problems or to concoct this future problem or maybe you berate yourself with negative inner speech. Listen quietly to your thoughts and if you do any of those, I'm, I'm telling you right now to get help. Seriously, listen to a podcast Listen, go call a friend, read a book specifically on what you are dealing with to get yourself in a good position to get over it. This is a journey. This is a mindset issue that we are having when it comes to not doing what we feel called to do. It all happens in our mind and whatever you need to do to attack it, please get yourself the help that you need. Invest 15 bucks on a new book. Invest 50 bucks on a mentor or a counselor or a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or whatever it is, call somebody and get yourself the help that you need so that you can move past whatever it is that's keeping you stuck. Number three, you can decide whether you want the anxiety to control your life and impede your learning or impede on what it is that you're after, or you can decide not to let it do this. Am I willing to live through some discomfort to learn a new skill, to make a new business, to bring more tranquility and joy into my life? If the answer is yes, then continue. If the answer is no, then just turn this podcast off because this journey is going to cause you to feel uncomfortable. And I wish somebody would have told me. I wish somebody would have told me this. I'm not doing it to scare you away from making the decision. Of course not. But I love you and I care enough about you to tell you the truth. That you will face moments of being uncomfortable. You will face moments of what ifs and doubts. And you need someone to tell you that I have faced that too. And I am continuously overcoming it. And every time I get on the other side, I feel so much stronger and so much better. And I give glory to God that he helped me through it. And I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. And number four, write down your what ifs as you encounter them, you know, in a special page in your notebook, in a special journal, I highly suggest that you get one. Just this is just your what if notebook or your what if page and write it down. Because if after reading the whole, the whole journey, not reading the whole journey, but after going through this whole journey and you look back at the what ifs, Trust me when I tell you, this will help you in other arenas of your life. I remember when I was so scared that this wouldn't happen and look, it happened. The good thing happened, not the bad thing. I remember my first year thinking no one was going to come to my school. I remember telling my husband I'd not want this big van because I didn't have any students. And he still made me get the big van and we filled it up with eight students. I wouldn't have even had a big enough van if I would have bought the Honda Odyssey or a Suburban. I needed the big black transit van. So please understand 
that you will also, number five, need people who will stretch you. And you won't like them. You'll, you'll feel, you might like them. Let me just say, there's times where I really love my neighbors whenever they are telling me to do things and helping me on a business mindset. And there are times where I don't like my husband because he's making me do things or, or causing me to get out of my comfort zone with our school, with our business. But I'm so grateful for him. I am. I'm really grateful for him. There are times where I don't like it when he tells me to make the hard phone call or to call the person or to text the person or to go knock on the door and give the letter. I don't like it when he tells me to do that, but he'll do it. And I can't always rely on him to do it. So it's time for me to buck up, buttercup. Gonna have to do it. If you really want to see the results in your life, you ha- you have to do this. You have to move past discomfort. Yes, there have been people who have who have shut me down. Yes, there have been people that have been cruel to me when I go leave a flyer on their door seeing if they would potentially contact me if they ever sold their house. Yes, and it stinks. But I know that one day when I get to where I'm going, I am going to thank God for the hard times. And I know that you will too. So please don't give up. Please keep pushing. Please, because we need each other to go through the hard times, the dark times, the times of being uncomfortable. Otherwise, we will avoid changes and we will avoid life. I hope this blessed you and I thank you for being with me on the journey. Please make sure that you join our Facebook group. That is Teachers Let Your Light Shine, our micro school community. If you need help with anything, I am an email away. I am, for some of you, a text message away or an instant message away. I love being here with you and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you so much for being here and don't stop shining your teacher light.